Look at the way Caleb Clark spun away from him and breaks into space. He could go all the way. This is a sensational run. Cut down from behind by Hodge, but the Blues go hot on the attack again. Rico Ioane over the top to Talia. Back on the inside. Tackle. Sensational. It is 19 minutes after seven, and that was and remains sensational. What a performance from the Blues. And Strawn, who's up ready to coach his own first 15 side, would have uh, taken keen interest in that. Although the first five minutes left little to be desired, and welcome to the program. Morning, Darcy. How are you, mate? Yeah, no, I'm good. That was, that was, a, that was a, cra- a match for the ages. Just ignore what happened at the start. Yeah, well, it was really interesting. Uh, I was obviously talking to Elliot in the commentary box. So the first sort of five or six minutes was like, yeah, everything that the Blues sort of did <laughs> turned to custard a little bit. You know, just the little skill set things that you need to do to uh, look after the football and build some pressure just didn't happen. And of course, the, uh, the Rebels really, uh, you know, took advantage of their two opportunities. And they're up 40 nil, and I think everyone in the stadium was shell-shocked. But uh, when the Blues actually, uh, I think they sort of consolidated behind the post and spoke about just getting back to their own roles and get their jobs done and, uh, when they flicked that switch, uh, that was impressive. That 30 minutes heading into half time and some of the tries we saw, uh, probably the best all season, was it was impressive. Yeah, you, you may say it is, and it was, but the Rebels, after that initial, what, six, seven minute spurt, they didn't really offer anything in defence after that, did they? It was almost like they just kind of waved them on through. Yeah, we mentioned that actually. It was, uh, it was one of their big problems all season. I know they interviewed Stacey Ely at the end of the game as well, uh, Kate Wells did. And uh, he spoke about the whole defensive deficiencies right throughout the season. You know, I mean, they've had, the, uh, you know, I think they're in eighth position uh, up until last night. And uh, you're just leaking far too many tries. So that's a system error normally. But, you know, it comes into one-on-one tackles and uh, the technical aspects of that and also the second person arriving at the, at the tackle point. Um, so yeah, lots and lots of work to do. They uh, yeah, they had the white gloves on, mate, for most of that match. <laughs> the white gloves, I love that description. It's worthwhile mentioning some of the tries, if not all of the tries. But uh, Mark Talia with the the handstand, the the forward roll—I don't know what you'd call it—the way he scored in that corner. It's uh, that's the tries now that wingers are scoring right across rugby union and rugby league as well. It's, it's spectacular. Yeah, it is, and I think it's great for the game because I mean that's what our youngsters love to see. Uh, you know, the acrobatics at the final end. But if you look at that try from start to finish, uh, you know, a, a whole raft of players were involved. So big men carrying off loading, uh, you know, players hitting space. You know, everyone just doing the right thing. And, I mean, it's, uh, I, I thought last night, uh, apart from the defence, it was a really good opportunity for this Blues team to press themselves. They've sort of battled in the last few weeks. They're still winning, which is great. You know, winning ugly, they say. But, you know, last night was just the expression of, uh, the multitude of talent they have, you know, right from their, their front rowers all the way through to their back backfield players. So, um, yeah, good for them and, and again, uh, entertaining for the public. Yeah, I, I mentioned it before, but seeing uh, Bryn Gatlin rise in the absence of Joshuani and now seeing what Stephen Perifeta did now that uh, Bowden Barrett's been sat down for his, for his all-black rest, he was very impressive. Yeah, it was. I mean, and that's the exact word to, to use. I, I think, you know, there was some concern that he hadn't played 10 for a while because Bowden Barrett's obviously been in that position. And, uh, you know, there might have been a little bit of rust there for him. But, uh, you know, he, he was one of the star performers for mine. Uh, Finlay Christie obviously tied him with the quality of position he got in his hands early. But uh, when he, he sort of patrols that backfield as well in terms of his kicking game, uh, getting the, 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 the Blues going forward, uh, yeah, he, he was really impressive last night. And, uh, you know, I think he always put his hand up to say, hey, look, I'm actually still at that international level. 
uh, you know, here I am, pleased to be looking at me because it was a great performance. Right, another game last night. Great relief for the Southern franchise. The Highlanders notched up a W. Yeah, I got home and watched that, actually, and it kind of it, it sort of went, went through the, the motions, I suppose, you know, through that first sort of half. And the Reds looked like they were going to dominate and a couple of good tries, and the Highlanders were going like, oh, here we go again. You know, they're going to have a close loss. But they built really nicely to sort of hang into the game. Was, I think it was 12, 10 and a half time. And, you know, the turning point for mine, not that the players hadn't done the work before this, but it was Fakatava when he came on. We often speak about him coming off bench and really igniting or being a fuse man for them. Uh, you know, when he came on, things really started to happen in the back end of that game, and that was probably the difference in the end. Yeah, the, he came on, I think, with 25 to go. He managed to get a try assist and score for himself as well, and there's a lot of talk around him with higher honours. And I suppose you're looking at Finley Christie and what he can provide as well. It's not bad in that 19 position. We've uh, we've got a wee bit of depth there, Ant. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it doesn't always happen for, for Fakatawa when he comes on. It has to be a stage of a game where things are starting to open up and the Highlanders have sort of put a bit of pressure on the red. So those spaces are starting to open up for him. He certainly sees them, he scans early, and then he really starts going. And you're right, I think the top three halfbacks in the country right now are Smith, Christie and Fakatawa. And the reason we, we, we talk about Fakatawa is that he's different. It gives you a contrast, you know. So if you're playing at the international level, the highest level, he just presents a different picture of the defences, you know, whereas you know, Christie and, and Smith are similar in the way they play. So I think he's right there. And absolutely with uh, Piero Feta, you know, I mean, he's putting pressure on uh, Barrett, you know, and, and Mwanga and, and these players. So, yeah, we, we're, we're pretty well uh, served, I guess, in those two positions right now. And on that, we're wishing you the best of luck for your first 15 game coming up this afternoon. Mr. Strawn, always a pleasure. Thanks very much for your time. Cheers, mate. You take care. I try. I always try. 25 past seven. This is the All Sport Breakfast on News Talk ZB.